This is our Pacific Northwest music. We're going to be talking to local musicians and bands, talking about their passions and why they play such awesome music. Why would I ever want to miss this? Find us on Instagram or Facebook, Our PNW Music, or our website, ourpnwmusic.com. Skagit Valley, you don't want to miss this. Okay, Mike. Hey, uh, Mike Simmons here. I'm really uh, thankful that you're coming on the Our Pacific Northwest uh, podcast here. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's a privilege to be here on the, uh, on the phone. Yeah, no kidding, man. I know we uh, we usually do these in person. It's a little bit weird now with the the rules here in Washington, but uh, I'm actually banging out a bunch of episodes here. You're my uh, fourth show today, believe it or That's not. That's right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've been listening to your tunes, and they're great. Uh, can you kind of talk a little bit before we get going, um, to kind of describe for the listeners kind of who you are and, and where you come from? Sure, yeah. So I uh, I'm a songwriter. Uh, I've been in Seattle for a bit, um, probably the most I've been uh, this last year, you know, like since, uh, right. you know, every, everything shut down. Um, kind of been doing it for off and on, I'd say, you know, the last decade. Um, probably done more producing and kind of songwriting for other people within the last five. And then just kind of in the last couple of years, I've got back to doing um, you know, some of my own stuff and, uh, had an opportunity to kind of get it, uh, get it around the Northwest, which has been, which has been great. That is great. Um, and, and, you know, your style fits in real well here. Of course, I mean, I, I don't know, <laughs> that that's kind of, I don't know if that even matters because uh, nowadays, you know, you could be anywhere and write a song and, uh, sure. and just, uh, it, it fits in, but, uh, let's jump in right away, uh, before we get going too far here with one of your songs, if you can kind of talk about it and then we'll play the song, I'm going to play your song shine. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one that opens up the EP. I think, you know, like to be honest, I feel like, uh, and this is actually kind of what I like about EPs. It's like they're, uh, they're short enough where I think it's kind of, uh, you know, one, one coherent thought at, at times. So I definitely feel like this is the one that kind of sets the tone for the way it's going to be. Um, and just kind of, yeah, just kind of lets it go. Lift up, but I watch you dance back into your palm and Into the light that can take you if you understand what it's all i 
right, we're back with Mike Simmons, and that was his song, Shine. And talk a little bit about uh, the, the EP you mentioned. Uh, it's called Ruby. And yeah. it, when does that release? Uh, so it, it'll be out in January online. Um, date is still a little bit in flux, but it'll be sometime probably the early early part of the month. And then there will probably be a physical distribution um, like in spring, prob- probably around record store or, or record uh, record store day. Okay, and just so it doesn't sound all weird on the radio show, I just want to uh, make make sure everybody understands that we're we're recording this a little bit before then, so we'll make sure to put this out right about that time to to kind of give yeah. it uh, that little KMRE radio bump. <laughs> if there is, yeah, thank you know, you. Well, I'm not sure what that is, but yeah, there there it is. Um, and so, kind of talk about you mentioned that you've been in Seattle for a little while yeah. uh, over over you know 2020. What what is kind of your history then with uh, with playing music in different areas? So yeah, I mean, I I I feel lucky. I you know, traveling is kind of what got me introduced to music in the first place, or it's what I relied on a lot um, when I was very young. So I uh, yeah, I've had the opportunity to play pretty much everywhere. And as a songwriter, that's been great because it's kind of allowed me to. Uh, you know, I mean, just kind of see the difference, uh, the, the diversity of, of, of the country and kind of, uh, you know, write accordingly. So, um, yeah, so being in Seattle, I mean, I mean, I feel like this is the CP that I have now is probably the most influenced from that region, uh, probably most specifically the peninsula, the Olympic Peninsula, which is where I spent a lot of the last few months, you know, uh, certainly over the summer when things were being locked down. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of uh, this, this is probably the long and it's it's great because it's when I started the Northwest in general was a place that I was always very fascinated with, um, but you know from a traveling perspective it's it's one of the hardest to hit when you're doing <laughs> um, yeah you know when, when you're doing everything else. So um, about eight years ago, you know, I was able to come up here for the first time, kind of randomly, spend some time. Um, you know, and then it's just like been, you know, like most of my time here, I've been split between L.A. as well. Uh, you, you know, so it's, it's been hard to kind of get a definitive, um, you, you know, presence presence here. So, so yeah, so this is, uh, you know, out of out of everything I've done, I, I think that, like I said, mo- most of the places I've, I've, I've had the opportunity to spend so much time and do so much work in that it's like it's, it's very easy for me to tell, uh, you know, where I was based on you know what what i was writing and i think i think the cp was kind of the first opportunity to uh to do that here yeah well you talked about ruby uh and we played shine from there uh, from the from the ep first and what uh so what then have you put out other than that so we can kind of reference some of the history yeah so this is actually i you know that's a good question because it's like i i tend to put out a lot and then it disappears pretty quickly so I did um, I did a record uh, back in LA a few years ago called Sunburn, and that that's kind of the one that has lasted um, throughout throughout the years, and that's that's available online and everything. Other than that, it's like I, I I tend to go through phases where it's like I will end up in a random spot, I'll put together a record or something, throw it up, um, you know, online for a while, or do like a very odd release like a cassette or whatever, and it kind of circulates for six months to a year and then it just kind of um dis- disappears so in the last year or so I- i've put out a couple more singles um like i said i've been doing a lot a lot of producing and writing with with other people um and then this this ruby ep is kind of marking i have three projects 
that I've done or that I'm currently finishing um, with with the guy Keith Gretland that I did um, Ruby with, and and those three will all be out before the end of 2021. So that'll be uh, a, a majority of it will will be up and stay. Nice. Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah. Why not? Uh, what What else is everybody doing in 2020 than just you right. know, if you're a musician, sit around and play music? So that's uh, that's perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's get into another song. If you can kind of talk about the song the way you want. Sure. Yeah. This is uh, so. This is the second one off the EP. It's um, I think kind of you know it's funny because like as a from a songwriting perspective, I feel like a lot of the times, um, more, more times than not, I it takes me a little a little while to understand exactly what what it meant to me. Um, so this I, I think is very much a reflection. I think it's kind of a callback to a certain time and um, you know certain being being around a certain group of people and kind of um, like I said, I, I don't know that I fully understand exactly exactly what it is for me but i think um you know it's it's just kind of about the uh the maybe just the middle you know that that thing where it's like Mm. or or, you know kind of that that desire for change that i think everybody kind of i mean certainly now um everybody can kind of understand um the the knowing that it's coming but not necessarily being ready to usher it in i'd say that's kind of the gist of it I've been woken up shaking, thinking of you, Jim. I wasn't thinking like me again. I was thinking like them in the heat through the garden gate. I think I saw.
All right, we're back with Mike Simmons uh, virtually, and uh, we're talking about the new EP, Ruby, and that was The Way You Want off of that, uh, that new EP. And, uh, yeah, I mean, as it, as it goes, I mean, right before you were, you were talking about um, The Way You Want, and you were kind of almost starting to talk about songwriting, and, and that was actually kind of a question I wanted to get into. Yeah. Um, what, how, what kind of describe your process a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So I most always uh, it's it's kind of it's guitar and vocals for me. Uh, I feel like I'm uh, I'm I'm a bit of a weirdo with it. Where it's like I, I feel I, I very much kind of believe in the concept of. Uh, you know, of, of places and things kind of retaining, retaining energy. I kind of look at songs as, as things that are just kind of floating out there anyway, um, out in the world. And, and as a songwriter at this point, like I said, I've been doing it for a long time. And, and now more than anything, I kind of look at it as just kind of like a channeling thing. Um, so, you know, it's like, I, I think what changes is kind of my environment or, or where I'm at, but pretty much, um, you know, at any point I'll sit down with a guitar and, um, you know, kind of open up, uh, it's funny, uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking about GarageBand for a second. It's like, um, that I, I still write everything on that. Uh, I, I mean, like, you know, like I record on, on Pro Tools and do whatever, but it's like that's, that's one of those things where it's like when I, when I first started, it was kind of right on the, um, you know, like I had a four-track, uh, you know, a little Tascam four-track cassette recorder, and those were kind of right on the way out. And it's so funny because I was, I was just talking to a friend, uh, the guy that kind of co-produced this with me. Um, I still have that four track and i remember at the time like I, I bought it and you know i remember like talking to a guy and i think i paid like 40 bucks or something you know because it was used and i remember thinking like oh man like this is really uh you know like is this worth the investment i i looked the other day just like on reverb you know or something or you know one of these gear gear sites they're like four hundred dollars and it's like i immediately got like you know it's like i just let that thing like I don't, you know, it doesn't get much love, you know what I'm saying? So like now I'm like, I like, you know, I'm, I'm very aware that it's in, it's in the space now. But um, anyway, I, you know, right when I was doing it, it's like the, the cassette, like, you know, the, the, the four tracks were kind of coming out in GarageBand and kind of the, uh, the at home or the easy accessibility for, for the online DAWs were, were just coming in. So, yeah, that's, that's one thing that kind of no matter what, it's like I always, I always still write um, on GarageBand and just guitar and vocal, uh, you know, unless, like every once in a while, if, like if a project kind of, you know, demands something a little bit different uh, or, or, you know, like I'll experiment with stuff. But but 90 percent of the time, that's just what happens. Just kind of open up, open up GarageBand, sit with a guitar and then, um, you know, just let whatever comes out, come out. Uh, that's great, man. Yeah, I like I like hearing the processes. And, um, you know, it's funny that a lot of people, uh, they have their own little ways and their own little uh I don't know yeah. if it's biases or like, oh, you do that, or I could, sure. you know. And so Absolutely. it's kind of fun to hear all the different styles because everybody is a little different. Of course, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's get in and talk about the song "Strange Days." Yeah, definitely. Um, this one, I mean, I, the thing that kind of sticks out for me uh, is this was kind of. I think I wrote this around. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if any of this got up to Bellingham at the time. It was, it was sometime in the late summer when um, all, all the wildfires were going crazy. And um, the, you know, like for, uh, for a few days, well, I, I mean, I guess it lasted a while up here. It's like there was all the smoke, you know, that had, that had made its way north. Um, and for a few days in Seattle, there was just like this very, you know, like the eerie orange glow. And I have a little studio space in like North Seattle, um, 
that's just kind of in a weird area anyway. And it's just like on, on any, on any particular day, uh, that's just weird. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, like you're always, it's, it's just always a little bit displacing being there. So anyway, I remember, um, that song specifically, it was just, uh, it, it came, it was one of the ones that was done. Um, it's just in kind of one of those, uh, you know, apocalyptic looking, um, days, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, it's just, everything was orange. And, and this was kind of, I mean, I feel like masks were kind of already incorporated, but then I, I don't think it was quite as, um, you know, I, I, I don't think it, it didn't have the attention it does now, obviously. So it was just kind of like, I think all of it was still a little bit new. Um, and it was just kind of this weird, I, I have this like this very small window that, that out over, it actually overlooks like this, like this, uh, this highway, which is, which is a horrible combination of things for, for when you're trying to isolate sound. Um, but in that, in that particular instance, it, it contributed to that.
back with Mike Simmons and uh, we're just kind of listening to his uh, new EP Ruby and uh, that was the song Strange Days and yeah I like how you put that man it it is it has been strange days and man it's weird because a lot of things you kind of forget or uh, maybe they go by a blur you know and it's like man yeah that was uh, you're right you're right about that that was that was strange days and it is it's crazy like even thinking about that now it's like you know, looking at that and realizing that was, you know, what, like five or, you know, I guess like maybe like three months ago. Um, that in itself is just like, my God, like when, um, yeah, when, where's the time going? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of where's the time going, uh, you know, what, uh, what made you pick up the guitar originally? Is that something that runs in your family or what, what, uh, what got you into music? No. So, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, it's like I, when I was young, um, you know, I'd left home at a pretty early age and I was just kind of traveling around and I realized very quickly um, that, uh, you know, like people were a little bit more forgiving or a little bit more accommodating if it, if it appeared that you were uh, in pursuit of something, you know, or it was a little bit easier mm-hmm. to, um, to, you know, to, to, get, to get by that way. So I had, I had actually just like picked up a guitar. It was a crazy guitar, and it was a weird thing where I had um, I had offered to. There was some guy that I had known, and he was in debt to some people for some money, um, and I I had it. And so he was like, you know, and he was like, okay, well, he's like, you know, what? I have this guitar. Can I give you this guitar for this thing? And I was at the time, I was just like, what? What am I gonna do with that? I don't know. It was just kind of this like really gaudy thing. I mean, like I think it was like. It was like green, it was a green acoustic, and it was just like, and it was like, looking at it now, I mean, like, it just it sounded terrible. Um, but it, it kept it, and it was one of those things where it's like, when I was, like I said, I was, I was out, and I was kind of, um, I was down and out a little bit, and it's like, and I just, it, it was one of those things that just appeared. And uh, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I taught myself. I spent a lot of time in the South when I was young, and um, so, I mean, some, uh, it's just without question, Still to this day, some of the best musicians in the country are there and doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it just, like it runs in that family. You, you know, um, they're everywhere. And I, and I think that when I was very young, you know, like I, I just found a few chords and I would write these horrible things that went on for ten minutes and didn't really make any sense. <laughs> and then it was just kind of, uh, you know, which at, at times I guess I, you know, still still exists. But um, it was with it was with that, just kind of being around that 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 actually kind of started. Um, I, I learned a lot more than anything. I kind of learned how like the difference between like saying something and saying something, you know, or, or how easy it is, or you know, like how you know what really makes an impact and, and what doesn't. So anyway, that's that's kind of how it started. And then it was um, like I said for a very long time. I was just I was engaged in this really horrible. <laughs> really horrible version of it, which was essentially just, I guess, you know, like garnering pity or, or, or making people feel comfortable. And then um, I had this chance meeting with some people that, that kind of took an interest, um, you know, or just kind of very blatantly were like, you know, there's, you know, y- you could, you could do this very well if you just kind of stopped being, you know, a joke, <laughs> a joke about <laughs> it. And that's, uh, you know, and that's, that's essentially where it went. And it was, I, I got, um, you know, like I, I kind of that was kind of the turn from from 
bumming around a little bit and kind of just getting by in a day-to-day thing to actually go i went out to the east coast for the first time and started recording stuff and and just kind of actually you know took it took it seriously so that's yeah it, it really just kind of started by uh paying off somebody's debt and then needing you know needing anything to to get by wow uh, that's a good story man uh can you yeah. kind of talk a little bit about where you've been i mean man you've already mentioned sure. quite a few different places and uh how much time have you spent around in these different places yeah i so i mean again i feel i feel lucky i was able to kind of and it's it's funny cuz i think i look at travel now even in the country and just like i i say this all the time i can remember you know this, and I mean, after 9-11, you know, I mean, like this was this was post that when I, I would still like yeah. when I'd be living on the East Coast and I would get a call from a band that would be like, hey, you know, we're doing this string of shows and, you know, do you want to open and we'll do and, you know, like we'll back you and, you know, whatever. And I'd say, yeah. And I and I would be, you know, I'd be like in New York and they'd be like, OK, well, we're in Carolina and that's where we're going to start. And I would take uh, like I would buy a plane ticket that day because it was the cheapest way. You know, and I I paid forty bucks. You know, and I and it would just be this empty plane and and whatever. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I that that's certainly not the case now. Uh, and it's certainly, I, I, let me tell you, definitively going from Seattle, you can't get anywhere for forty bucks. Uh, certainly by air. That's a that's quite a jaunt. Um, so anyway, yeah. I, so I mean, I like I'd say pretty much most of my you know late teens and and early twenties was spent just in a continual loop of the country. Um, wow. You know, I spent a lot of time on the East coast, probably like in my late teens and early twenties. And then it was, I think maybe around like 20, 21, 22, I went out to LA for the first time. And then I kind of just got into this weird loop, you know, where I was just kind of um, going back and back and forth. And at the time I was, I was pushing a lot of, you know, my, my own music. So it's like, it, it just made sense. And I would, I would, um, you know, I, I don't know. And, and especially at that time too, I think there was just a very exciting thing shows, you know, obviously there's always a market for, for live shows and, um, uh, you know, which is obviously why this is a bit of a weird time, but, um, but there was just, it, it just felt, it felt very tangible at, at that point. So it was just kind of always like if I was in LA and I needed to get to New York, it was just making a few calls and then it was just kind of jumping on strings and kind of, you know, playing your way, you're playing, playing your way out there. So, yeah, so I've, I've, I've pretty much been, um, through everywhere. I mean, in the continental 48 anyway. And, um, you know, but like, as far as like spending like real portions of time, um, you know, definitely like LA and New York have been, have been great cities. I spent a lot of time in the South. I, it, it feels very comfortable to me. Um, in the Delta, I, I think it's, especially when I was very young, it was, uh, it was an amazing place to me. It gave me so much. Um, and I try, I try to go back as, as frequently as I can. And then, um, yeah, it's funny. It's like, I, like probably like I said about eight years ago, I, I came up here for the first time and it was, you know, coincidentally or not, I mean, I mean, that shows plenty of factors, but it was, if nothing else, geography alone, it, it was kind of the slow bringing of a halt or like I said, it just, it just all of a sudden began taking a lot more effort to get to, to, uh, to other places. And, and then I kind of, um, have been predominantly West coast based, like I said, usually between here and LA and then in the summer, I'll still go to New York for a month or something, but, um, but yeah, this is and like I said, certainly over this last like nine month period, it's like I've I've just been here, so it's been um, yeah, it's been a kind of a slow grinding to the uh, <laughs> to the continual journey. Yeah, well, you, you're keeping up your loop though too. It sounds like and um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I it's it's an interesting thing, and I I bet you uh, there's a ton of stories in there that we don't have time to get into, but. Uh, 
I like yeah. that. Uh, let's talk about your song, Wish. Sure. Um, yeah, this is, I think, I, you know, this is another one that I think is just kind of, um, again, I, I think I was like this, uh, this whole thing, you know, and I should say too that I think like the whole thing kind of came about uh, in general. I, I was working, I, I had been asked um, by Keith Gretlin again, I, I keep mentioning his name. He's this amazingly talented um, producer engineer who's in LA and, and, you know, I was very lucky to have a chance to work with him. And he had reached out to me, you know, sometime in the summer and we were actually just writing for other people and putting some stuff together. And, you know, it was kind of a thing where it's like every few days I would just upload, you know, uh, a handful of songs, you know, for him, for him to go through. And, um, and at some point he kind of came back and he said, and he was like, okay, well, he, you know, like, he's like a lot, a lot of this stuff is, you know, uh, humbly, you know, he's just like, you know, this is, this is better than what I need, you know, or like what, 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 you know, like what we're, what mm. we're trying to do and he's like so why don't he's like why don't why don't you and me do something with this or why don't we kind of create it and so i, I think all of them you know wish and wish is maybe one of the more the more or the, or the bigger examples of it uh, it really is just kind of i think it's this hybrid of um the now and when i say the now i think it was just kind of like the atmosphere of of, of the peninsula I, I don't know if, if you've had a chance to be over there at all it's, it's just like it's a stunning landscape but it's also very quiet you know um, and there's also so much history there. And, and I think, um, especially the coastline is just, is beautiful and most of it's untouched. So I feel like a lot of it is kind of like, it was like that there's a very still energy there, I guess is what I'm saying. And I think a lot of these songs probably wish specifically, um, retains that, you know, it kind of has this kind of quiet contemplation. And then I think because of that, it's probably reflecting on, you know, people or things that, have been away from me for a while, but I just kind of was readdressing in the, in the stillness. So I think that's, yeah, I think out of all five, which is probably the bigger, the bigger example of that. Can't you look in
back with Mike Simmons here and we're talking about the Ruby EP uh, that was wish off of that EP and uh, yeah man you're talking about the coastline and stuff out there I I often will say to people um, that because it's almost like all of Washington they think oh man you got to go to the Oregon coast you got to go to the Oregon coast right. and it's like right that's a la- that's a lazy man's coast if you want to really experience some rugged <laughs> raw you know everybody yeah. goes to the ocean shores and they think they've been to our coast and it's like oh man to oh, get up by La Push and Nia Bay and um it's you know and, and I've hiked I've hiked uh, a lot in there too on the beaches and oh man it's just amazing it's it's beautiful and I and I do th- and I think a big part of it is I mean, so much of it is protected, obviously, with um, with all the reservations and everything up there. And I, I think, like again, there's just this very natural, very natural um, quality to it. And it's, yeah, it is amazing. And it, it's funny, like the ocean shores. Like I, I used to go um, when I was up here a few years ago. I went with this guy uh, who used to surf at at Westport all of the time, and mm-hmm. um, that was kind of my first introduction to it. Which was, you know, like again, like after. I don't I don't surf a lot, you know, but it's like I you know, like the only time I had was LA. So doing it up here, um, where it's like you need you I mean you're you're pretty much in a uh you know, a scuba suit 
you know i yeah, mean it's yeah. the, the water <laughs> the water no joke but yeah anyway yeah it's, be, it's be, beautiful and anybody who hasn't uh should definitely you know w- when it's when it's safe you know um go check it out right on well with time constraints here we'll just get right back into another song here talk about to the dark yeah this is um i feel this is kind of I, so for me this was the one um like I mentioned, Keith had kind of said, let's set aside a group of songs. Um, and, you know, a lot of times for me, it's like, when the, you know, when I'm like every day I'm writing, I mean, it's just kind of, you know, I mean, there's, there's something that's going to, to come out and it, and it takes a while sometimes for, I mean, like every once in a while, you'll get a nice group that just kind of sits together and, and actually kind of exhibits a moment. And I think that this was the one for me that kind of uh, brought the realization of, of Ruby to me or that that's when I saw it for the first time. So I think, um, yeah, I think the song as a whole is kind of like, you know, like it's reflecting on the moments and the, and the thoughts that had come before and also kind of uh, optimistically, you know, like looking looking at going forward, um, you know, kind of to the, to the unknown of whatever that may be.
right, we're back with Mike Simmons, and that was a song, To the Dark, off of the brand-new EP, Ruby. And, uh, yeah, man, well, as we're closing, I just want to uh, give you an opportunity to send people somewhere on the Internet. Where where do you want people to go to sure, find yeah, you, so, I guess? Uh, yeah. Definitely, yeah. I uh, I have a website, which is I feel like most people don't use those anymore. Um, I, I do. It's there. It's just MikeSimmonsMusic.com. That's the easiest access to anywhere else that you want to find me or the music. Um, again, a lot of the times music for me kind of comes and goes very quickly. So it's like the website is kind of the, the, the best bet at getting the full wrong of everything that's available at the moment. Uh, also, I don't think I have every social media site, but the ones that do, it's just official Mike Simmons. Um, that's, that's where to find it. All right, man. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, showing us all your music. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was great to be here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our Pacific Northwest music. Hope you enjoyed it. Check us out next week. Thanks so much to our friends Jack Mattingly and the Whiskey Fever. That was the track you heard at the start. And here it is again. Wouldn't want to miss this off the album Oceans of Trouble. Go check it out. They're from Cedro Wood. Ooh, you wouldn't want to miss this.